This is the Friday, January 21st edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into this week's slate of games and the entire weekend. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. It is a Friday, and I'm joined not by Joe Fortenball this time, Aaron Dolan, joining the program. How are you? Yes, I am good. How are you? Ready to kick off the weekend? Yeah, I feel like ED could have some legs as a, like a nickname, if you will. Do you, you, has any friends call you ED <laughs> at all? Uh, a lot of people in high school called me ED, EDOLS, and EKD. Mm, yeah, couple, I feel like ED is the only one there. I could roll with there. But Okay, <laughs> a few things to get into. Uh, we're actually going to not do NFL to start. Although, I'll, you know what, I'll change that. What's your favorite NFL play this weekend? Oh, I love the Bills' first quarter money line. They jump out hot, heavy. The Chiefs kind of take some time to, you know, catch up, come alive in that second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. So I love the Bills' first quarter money line. That's my definitely favorite play of the weekend. I'm so like excited that. for that game, too. You can yeah, probably tell my voice. It's so exciting. Of so we'll bookend the weekend the because that's your favorite play in the last game. I like the first game, first half, though. So we're, we're thinking outside the box. I like the Titans. I think they're going to jump on them. <laughs> Uh, they play with an edge. I think the Bengals will be – they're kind of like not soft, but they're just going to be in like a routine, if you will. I feel like the, like thinking what they did last week was sufficient for a playoff game, and I just think the Titans have that chip on their shoulder. Vrabels pushes all the right buttons, and then schematically I think they're going to do great passing play action off the Derrick Henry return. I like them, and you get under three, so it's minus two and a half. So I'll do that in the first half for the Titans. Okay, so we did warm up with the NFL, the biggest games of the weekend. Let's go NBA. I know you have some plays circled. Yeah, so I like the Bucks first quarter, minus three. Again, we're getting fancy here. Um, you have the Bulls, which are um, 18 and 25 in the first quarter, which isn't great. But then you have a Bucks team that's 3-0 against the spread in the first quarter in the last three games. So I definitely want to be looking towards that. They're also, um, the Bulls, the fifth worst team in the league in terms of covering the spread compared to the Bucks for 25-20-2. And, and I just don't feel comfortable right now laying the six with the Bucks first half. I know that's one of your favorite plays for today, and I definitely don't like the 10-and-a-half. So I'm genuinely getting in and getting out on this game. And we know this team's really good in the first half just in general. They just jump out to a lead, and then that second half is where they pretty much struggle. So I do like the Bucks minus three the first quarter. Yep, yep. So six got a little rich for your blood on that one. Uh, I'm I'm curious about the Warriors. Obviously, we know what happened last night. They lost as what 17 point underdogs, of pl- yeah, plus yeah. 1100 on the money line for the Pacers. All five starters were out. And Golden State, I watched the entire game, start to finish. They played. They just missed shots. I mean, it's cra- as lackadaisical as they were, and as many mm-hmm. turnovers they had. If they made the same amount of threes as Indiana did, they would have covered the 17. It's crazy. Um, it's a make or miss league. I said I've tweeted that a bunch. It really is applicable here. So I I, I want to jump on Golden State to start, but. Houston's actually a good first quarter team. So I would do first half, if anything, but I might just lay the 10 and a half and think they play with a little bit of an edge and break the will of Houston. Mm. So that's where I'm looking. Uh, where else are you looking in, in the association? So I'm also looking at Jimmy Butler over 20 and a half points versus Atlanta. Now he was ejected from the Raptors game after 15 minutes of action last game, and he was pretty fired up. But these teams recently played each other. He was able to put up 23 points. That was back on January 14th in a 124-118 win, going seven for 13. And, nine for nine from the free throw line. I just think the one common theme we've talked about all season with the Atlanta Hawks are just their defense is terrible. I mean, they're 25th in points allowed, 21st in defensive rating. And I don't see it really getting much, much better. So I do think that Butler comes in this game fired up. We'll be able to hit over 20 and a half points. Yeah, they had that monster comeback. Atlanta did against the T-Wolves. were down big, scored like 45 mm-hmm. in the third, I want to say. But back-to-back wins for the Hawks after all those losses in a row. 
So maybe they have found something. Miami will see. Butler got ejected in the last game. Uh, I was actually on that game because they covered nine, mirac- nine and a half miraculously against the Portland Trailblazers. So bounce back spot there. Um, nothing really enticed. I kind of like the Lakers with all this hoopla and losing to the losing to the Pacers at home. I think they can get right against Orlando on the road, but I just, you know it's still the Lakers and they're still shaky. Yeah, the Lakers have definitely definitely been shaky, and I feel like we're just seeing a collapse of some of the best teams that we were talking about. I mean, the Warriors, for one, they've definitely been struggling. I'm like curious as to when Steph Curry is going to figure it out in terms of his shooting slump because he's killing me on player props. I keep betting it because the lines keep getting lower and lower, and I'm like, eventually he's going to have this good game eventually, and then it's right. like, oh, Steph Curry, come on. Well, that's the difference. There is market correction. So any any NBA before we get to the UFC? Uh, one last thing, the 76ers uh, versus the Clippers, uh, Bede's point prop is a 30 and a half. So he just had 50 points in 27 minutes of action last game against the Magic. Again, that is the Magic. I just think that, you know, considering he's hit over 30 and a half in 13 of 15 games, this is going to be such a popular bet. And everybody's talk of, talking about Joel Bede because he's been moving down the MVP boards at a very rapid rate. I mean, I talked about on a show earlier this week on January 12th, he was uh, 500 to one to or excuse me, 50 to one to win. And now he's five to one, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, over a week I've never span, seen it move that quickly in, in the NBA. Either. When, like when the, this is terrible. When stats and info sent it to me, I'm like, are you positive this, this January? <laughs> right, like, right. I was like, are you sure? Um, but yeah, pretty crazy. But I'm looking at Tyrese Maxey over 15 and a half points. He's posted 17 points in the last 10 averages, 17 points at home. I just think some role players will step up. I'm just staying away from the, from the Embiid props, just given how many people want to bet on him right now. Understandably, understandably. Uh, just NBA, uh, excuse me, UFC main event, obviously a very high-profile matchup with Ngannou and, and Gon. Everyone's wondering why Ngannou's the underdog. It's just gone. Is that special? And I do like him, but I'm just hoping there's underdog money to push this number down. I'd lay like a dollar thirty, but nothing higher than that. I do like Gon, but over two and a half, I like as well. I mean, Ngannou, first of all, they're former training partners, so there's some familiarity there. And Ngannou yeah. doesn't have a high volume of, of punches, so... As much as I hate betting unders in heavyweight UFC bouts, it's okay here because of also Gon's technical uh, just approach. He's so technically advanced, so he'll be able to defend the right footwork. Everything, I think, will stretch this fight over the 2.5 minus 20, I believe it is. So, officially, it's uh, I do like the uh, Gon side as well, but just the, the money line's getting out of hand. The sharp money's been coming in. They've, I've talked to some odds makers. They've been surprised by the, 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 the skyrocketing money line, just given... In Ganu, but it's interim champ versus regular champ, and both are worthy. But we'll see what happens tomorrow night. SoCal and Anaheim at Exciting. the Honda Center, I believe it is. And uh, that'll do it. So we got a little football, a little basketball, a little UFC, and we'll see everyone tonight, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. And then our next show will be Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. So a little early wake up call out here. Looking forward to yes. that. Not so much. <laughs> out here in the West Coast time. But have a great weekend, everyone. Best of luck on your wagers, and we hope to see you tonight on The Deuce.